0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today on this wonderful feast of the Chair of St. Peter. It's the only feast we have of an object, right? A chair. I mean, (laughs) the feast of the dining room table chair, I don't know. Um, But the Chair of St. Peter is significant because it doesn't just celebrate an object. It celebrates an office, right? The office of the papacy. That's what we celebrate today. Whenever you go to St. Peter's Basilica... Of course, it's just magnificent. and If you've been there, you'll know what I'm talking about. At the very, very, very back of St. Peter's, the very back wall, way up, you'll see this beautiful Holy Spirit sunburst of the light that comes through. Underneath that, there's a black cast iron chair. Inside of that cast iron chair is the actual wooden chair that St. Peter would sit on and give teachings. Right? It's really cool how the church has preserved the chair of Saint Peter, the literal chair that he would preach from. Right? So we celebrate today an office, and it's something that separates Catholics from every other denomination. Other denominations have the sacraments, they'll have the Eucharist, right? But they don't have the Pope. This is the one thing that separates the Catholic Church from every other denomination. They don't have the authority of the Pope, right? And that authority comes to us today, right? We can look at our our government right now and um, we can say that the present Pope, Biden, present Pope, (laughs)
1: um,
0: (laughs) the present President uh, Biden has an unbroken line all the way to George Washington. And that's that, authority is passed on from one man to the next, right? And I don't have to like the president. I don't have to agree with the president. But I have to realize that he has an authority that was given to him because of the office that he holds. In the same light, we have the pope. We have an unbroken chain, an unbroken line of popes all the way from Pope Francis all the way back to Pope Peter, right? Our first pope. And so historically, you can see it. And this is where it all begins. Jesus is asking his disciples, who do people say that I am? And it's not because he cares about people's opinion of him. That's not why he's asking this, right? They're actually speaking to him about things of the Old Testament or or John the Baptist. Well, some say you're John the Baptist. Well, that's kind of weird. John was beheaded. He's dead. So how can Jesus be John? They say, others say that you're Elijah. Elijah was also dead. You know, the Old Testament prophets. But they believe that as Jews, that before the Messiah come, Elijah would come back. So they're saying, well, maybe you're Elijah. And then others, Jeremiah, another dead guy. Or you're just one of the prophets. Like, we don't know. You're just probably somebody really cool, really holy. And then Jesus gets very personal. He says, but who do you say? Right. The apostles have to come to know who Jesus is personally, and not just what other people think about him or say about him. And this is where we see Simon Peter, he stands up, his great profession of faith. He says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Right? This, is, this is what the church is built on, is Peter's profession of faith. And this is where Jesus says, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood didn't reveal it to you. Nobody told you who I was, but my heavenly Father revealed it to you. So we see in this moment, a very sacred moment, that God the Father speaks directly to Peter and reveals His only begotten Son to Him. And it's upon that revelation that Jesus looks at Peter and is going to share His his own nature, right? Jesus, in the sense of Jesus, is called the cornerstone, right? The Scripture says He is the cornerstone rejected by the Jews, Right? So he has this image of a rock. Scripture even speaks of the Lord. He's my rock, my salvation. Right? And so Jesus is seen as this cornerstone of which the church is built on. And now you see Jesus sharing that rockness with Peter. Right? I'm a cornerstone, but you're a rock, Peter. And on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Notice Jesus doesn't say, I'm going to build a spirituality, it's not about a spirituality. In our day to day, it's all about, well, you know, I don't go to church, but I'm spiritual. What does that mean? It means I get to do what I want to do and I get to make up my own rules and I still get to say kumbaya. Right? Being spiritual is not what Jesus speaks about. Jesus comes to establish a church, and that church has a rock that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Now what I love about this is we always see, okay, the gates of hell aren't going to prevail against the church, as if hell and the demons are the ones that are attacking the Catholic church. That's not the case. Whenever you read the scriptures closely, it says, Blessed are you, Simon, for... You are rock upon this rock, I'll build my church, and the gates of the netherworld, the gates of hell, will not prevail against it. So it's this image as this is the gates of hell, and the church is the one who is beaten up against the doors of hell. The church is the one who's on the attack, who's on the the one that's going out to claim. It's not hell coming against us. No, the gates of hell aren't going to prevail against the church. It's the church who goes out, for the salvation of souls. It's Jesus who comes out and says, the kingdom of God is here. That means, Satan, boo, your time is up. The church is the one who is on the attack, not the one being attacked. And so we got to stop playing the victim. we got to stop thinking everybody's attacking the church. No. We're out there attacking them. It changes the game. Right? And so this is the great reality that we live in. The enemy wants us to think that he's overcoming us. No, no, the lion is just beginning to wake up, (laughs) right? And so this is what we stand upon. We don't stand upon our faith, which is some sort of shifting sand. We stand upon the rock. And whenever we have these issues in our country that are moral issues, and abortion now is going out of the out of the, it's unbelievable what's going on right now. When we look at these things that we can't stand upon them, we stand upon the rock and what the church teaches. right? And we also have to look at our Pope. Now there's a lot of controversy surrounding Pope Francis right now. And I don't know about you, you might agree with some of the things he's saying, you might disagree with some of the things that he's saying. There's things that I don't agree with and there's things that I do agree with, but you got to read what he's writing. Not what the media is trying to portray him as. I would encourage you to read his writings. Right? Because that's where we're gonna see him guiding us. Because the media is trying to do one really good thing, and that's to divide the Catholic Church. And he's doing it. Right? So read what the Holy Father is putting out. And remember he can't change dogma. Right? He's not gonna change those things. The media is getting things of what he's saying. He's a Jesuit. He loves to discuss excuse me. He loves to discuss. He loves to talk about things. He's not afraid to put things on the table. And the media is taking that and going, look what Pope Francis just said. What's it doing? It's dividing me and you. It's dividing the Catholic Church. we got to realize who the Pope is. That there's an office that has to be respected. And there's a man that needs to be prayed for. Right? We should always pray for our Holy Father and the bishops. Whether we agree with them or we don't, we should always pray for them. They need our prayers. Right? And so let us come today with renewed hope and renewed hearts, renewed strength, Right, that we are the church, the one true church that Jesus Christ Himself established. And that with that comes His authority and His power of which the gates of hell will not prevail against. Right? And so we've got to remember, you know, we're not the ones being attacked, we're the ones on the attack, claiming more ground, more souls for the kingdom of God. Amen.